again. It's that time again. I think that this is actually quite becoming a regular gig. Do you know, I would almost say that we're sort of organised. We're semi-pro. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Woogenberry, the premier podcast for the perpetually tired. Always tired. Why? Why are we always tired? Well, you know, I'm having a lot of sex. Yeah. That's part of it. Okay. Well, that's good tired, though. That's like well, it's sort of, Well, shit. it's sort of good tired, but then you've got to actually, you just don't get enough sleep. And then you've got to get up and go to work. And then Why are you getting up? Those of you who've just joined us for the first time ever <laughs> No, she's got a new boyfriend and that's why she's getting a lot of sex. Sex. So mm. Um, mm. she's not just one of these crazy freaky people who always needs to shag their husbands because no. she shagged him for a while and he turned out to be a dud. <laughs> well, Andy left. Andy left. So she's picked up a new fella by Brighton, the name shiny of button. And, um... Yes. Should we do a shout out to Rob's wife? Okay. Um, Rob's wife's actually... Uh, in Adelaide. In Adelaide. Hi, Becky. Uh, listens to this podcast, so this is all very awkward for me now because <laughs> I don't know what to say next. Maybe let's you just, should explain let's that just say, more. Let's just say, dear listener, because uh, I think we might even be up to 10. Yeah. Ten. I reckon we've got 10. 10 or 11. And, uh, and, and there's a couple of guys in there, so yeah. their ears are probably pricking up at this point. Hang on a minute, this guy's got a wife you're and, a, get and a lady. And a lover, and you're going to get hate mail. Oh, yes, so much. Uh, yes. So I now, lead, the microphone. I now lead an alternative lifestyle. <laughs> Please explain. <laughs> Oh no! How much detail do we need to go into? Not much, I hope. No, no. He's he's married. He lives a poly lifestyle, and so poly means you can have more than one partner. Well, I just think that that's just generous. <laughs> generous, and you know what? If it works for someone, why the hell not? Well, our friend Steph said this to 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 me the other day. She goes, "I am I am done with judging people about." what they do and how they live their lives. If they are happy and they are not hurting anyone else and, and it's you know, all happening a, with love and respect and yeah. kindness, and there's all a, the power to you. An element of honesty about mm. the whole thing. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just couldn't be bothered to be <laughs> honest. Um, you know, one's enough, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I must say, I think I, you know, so obviously this is all very new uh, to myself and I'm doing a lot of reading and I've been very, you know, um, progressive. Um, but, yeah, quite frankly, you know, having to juggle. Mm. Well, I, you know, as I said, like, I just think that people design their lives the way they want to live them and as long as it's not hurting anyone, yeah, then... Um, I don't give a shit what anyone does. No. As long as you, you're happy and you're honest and you're true to yourself and you're not hurting anyone. But, having said that, people who have affairs on their lives. Yeah. See, that's just that's a completely different kettle of fish. Disgusting. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. No. I think that's clever. No. I don't think that's cool. No. Um, it's cowardly. And you know what? We're, we're in that age group now that that's happening. Like, I'm saying, happens so much. See, um, friends, relationships, and marriages crumble because someone's going and cheating on them. We've always had a rule in our family if you leave, you take the kids. So yeah. it, it's like an insurance <laughs> policy. We've been together for 28 million years now. Yeah. And we're, you know, we have our ups and downs. Of course you Everyone do. Everyone does. Yeah. But that sort of underlying insurance policy just means that. 
Yeah, no one's ever going to leave. Well, my my beautiful, you know, technically sort of ex in laws yeah. who, who are not ex in laws because they're always they'll always be part of my family. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're just beautiful. They, you know, they have said that you know when the when their kids were young, like teens and stuff, and it, it was exactly the same line. You can leave. Just got to take the kids. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks for joining us again. And that yeah, was so that's like a little straight in. I wasn't expecting that. Was that was a little harsh, the, wasn't it? In the first few Jesus, minutes. everyone's probably reaching for a vino, even if it's like, eight o'clock there goes our what are you talking And they're all rushing off to look up polyamory. And there goes our sponsorship, hopes. I know. Jesus Christ. What were we looking at? Yeah, yeah, that's right. We were looking for a corporate sponsor. Yeah, well. Now we're... I'm talking about alternate lifestyles with multiple it's partners. Not sexy. Stop it's it. Not sexy. Next, you'll oh. be telling us that you don't vaccinate your children. <laughs> she does vaccinate her children. I totally vaccinate her children. I'll get my kids. Yeah. Wurgenberry is a very, very pro vac yeah. um, yeah. media juggernaut. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're looking at here at our uh, post-it oh, here. Well, do we need to do this? Oh, gosh. Okay, let's get off of that. While, we, while we're on the subject. While we're in romance. It's 43, <laughs> too old to get a hickey. Okay. And why am I asking the question, Kim? I have no idea. Because it looks like someone has got a bloody vacuum <laughs> and tried to suck your um, pituitary... Is it your pituitary gland? No, your pituitary gland's at the back okay, of your head. This would, be, this would be a... The thyroid. Your thyroid. Someone has tried to suck your thyroid out with a vacuum cleaner. And it's not pretty, and it's not clever, and it's, it's so clumsy cool. and lazy. And it's so cool. It's novice. <laughs> so all my kids now know what a hickey is. Yeah. What What's else that you? bruise on your neck? From your polyamorous relationship. <laughs> Just say, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, so I, I did actually tell my parents this week that, you know, that Rob has a, a wife. Okay. And how'd that go down? Uh, it was a mixed result. Well, yes. hashtag duh. <laughs> but it did feel like quite the load off. Yeah. You know. Because he goes down to Adelaide once a month and hangs out with his with, with Becky and her partner. Yeah. And, you know, and, and there were questions of like, why does he go down to Adelaide so often? And it's like, well, he's really close to his family. You know. uh, yeah, well, I, I just uh, it's all new to me. It is. So, um, but, you know, from what I gather, you're happy and that's the main thing. I'm very happy. And he's very happy. If you have questions, you know, feel free to ask to your listener. I just think that, like, 43. No. Yeah, it's really cool, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus, you're going to get your nipple pierced next. <laughs> oh, no. Or a tattoo of oh, a dolphin. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I actually really would like a tattoo, but I can't... Um, I keep changing my mind as to what it would be. It certainly wouldn't be a dolphin. Certainly wouldn't be a dream catcher. Certainly wouldn't be a tramp stamp on my lower back. What about an infinity circle? Oh, God. No. I did think maybe potentially like four very thin line bands around my wrist for each of the boys. Oh, you're so Angelina Jolie. Oh, really? Is that what she does? Oh, she, I don't know. She's done something. Oh, well, that would be right. Don't yourself. Woman. And then I thought I'd get the word onward just just down there. Yeah, well, I, I could get on board. I think that's quite cute. Yeah. Well, you know, that's always been my line. Okay. Well, let's anyway, stop talking moving about on. you. Snore. Yes, I know. It's like you. the Kim Hour. I know. It's not the Kim Hour. It's the Woog and Berry Show. Um, I want of our pedigree where for dogs post-it notes that we're using this week. <laughs> 
we've written down oh, the words. We should do different post-it notes. Well, I, I each, did this. Because this is we used the Jack ones last yeah, last time. Yeah, if you're from a brand or if you're from a company and you're listening along. Please uh, get in touch and send us your post-it notes because we're happy to feature your post-it. So post-it, More than happy. Post-it of the week this week is from Pedigree. Pedigree. How's that? That would normally cost you 800 bucks for that mention, and that's a freebie. <laughs> um, okay, so we've got this one here. Need for order. Mm. Tell us about that, please. I had a breakthrough since our last podcast. Yes. You know... In- I've had a breakdown since our last <laughs> podcast, but that's another story. I'm only joking. Oh, really? No, I had a couple of malaise days, but let's talk well, about... I, I want, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. Yeah, I want to touch on the malaise days. Uh, so, I had this breakthrough, and I... Because um, I, even though my house actually looks like it's been ransacked, I do have a, a, a very strong need for order mm-hmm. and structure. And I'm quite obsessive. You know, so certain things belong on certain shelves in the dish, in the fridge, in the pantry, certain dry goods go in certain spots, and, you know... that. That general it makes you happy. It makes me happy. Right. And uh, and I had in the dishwasher, in the cutlery basket, the cutlery divider tops. Oh god, this is exciting. I know. Don't you know? Stay with me, readers, listeners, whoever you are. And so you know, like the, each of the forks had a spot, each of the spoons had a spot, and I, you know, forks at one end, spoons at the other. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, I took it off. Now it's a free for it's a cutlery free for all. Oh really? Yeah. I know there'd be a lot of people out there listening who will not be coping with that whatsoever. No. No. Do you know my brother in law, when they first got their Bosch dishwasher, he had the little picture out of the like little how to book. Yeah. Stuck up on the wall. Oh I couldn't not be married to someone. So you knew what went where. Oh, that's weird. And I was like, see, all of that stuff. People have too much time on them on their hands to think about that. I, I mean, I like a need for order. Like, yeah. I, I sometimes find that my mood like collaborates with my environment. Right. Um, I don't have a lot of stuff though. Yeah. I'm, I'm what they call a minimalist, so I sort of don't go and buy a whole heap of stuff. Yeah. Because then it's just stuff that you've got to. Like deal with, deal with, and I'd mm. rather just have stuff that I love. So I don't have a huge amount of stuff, and I know where most of it is because there's not much of it. Yeah, yeah. But do you use the cutlery divider in your cutlery basket in the dishwasher? No, it all just goes in whatever. Yes. Yeah, I'm not coping with it. No, no. I look I, at it, I look I at it, and it makes my neck itch. I'm not. Oh, coping. really? I've mm. never done that though. Mm, yeah, no, happy. I don't. But mind you, I don't pack or unpack the dishwasher. Right. Yeah, so I don't really have... Oh, really? Yeah, no, the kids do that. But what if they don't pack it right? Oh, I don't care. It's like my linen <sighs> cupboard. Don't go look at my linen cupboard. These things aren't important to me. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're listening at home. There's a, there's a look of horror. And I just believe I saw a jaw get clenched. Yes. <laughs> oh, don't, don't look under my sink in the bathroom then. Oh no, my, that, like the rest of my house is trashed. So <laughs> it's obvious that there are just these tiny little pockets of space in my life where I just can actually realize that obsessive compulsive need. And I've let I've let one of them go. Okay, that's big big news. It is big news. I I know you you only so. you only come to the Woogenberry podcast for big news. For the big news. Yeah. Gosh. We're, we're breaking yeah, we're breaking stories <gasps> left right and center. Speaking of big root. 
big big news. Big boobs. <laughs> oh, did you say big, big, big news? You say big roots. Tell her, look at this. No. Speaking of big news, we've got some big news for this little podcast of ours. <gasps> oh, we're so excited. We can't give you too much away because we've been told we're not allowed to. So I'm just going to pull up the note that I've got here. And this is just called The Little Podcast That Could because no one's listening to it. And <laughs> we have been asked because... We've got some fans at the ABC. I know. This And we have been asked, and I can't tell you when or where it's all happening because they've asked me not to, uh, but we'll tell you next time. We have been asked to go and live podcast. Live podcast. podcast with James Valentine. <laughs> we are going to go and live podcast with James Valentine. And we just, like... How the hell does that I happen? Know, I know. And, I'm so excited. It's live, which means that anyone that can come and watch. So if you're, yes. and, and we will be releasing the details. Um, so once all, we're allowed you know, to, all of you, all of you, of you will all, get the ticket. Eleven. 11. 11. We would love you to join us. That yes, is big news for us because we're right. just 243, frumpy, <laughs> yes. looking like a lezo. Large, breasted, yes, uni, resembling. Um, not particularly eloquent yes. folks. Yes, which is we're going to have to watch our We mouths, are going we? to go and play with the big We're going to be in the big pond. Can you imagine my anxiety? <laughs> See, I won't be anxious. I will be oh. so excited. Like my, I, will my be like palms, a, I will be like a puppy. My palms are sweating at the very thought. <laughs> she, see, because Kim's really good at like getting up and speaking, and I am like, <gasps> once I'm starting, I'm fine once I get going. Yeah. The first initial four minutes is like me having a grand mal seizure on the floor, <laughs> just thinking, oh my God, I'm going to fail. Everything about it. Whereas I'm like a puppy, see, but the thing is, is I think that. And you'll be all like, hi, hi, um. James. Hi, James. And I'll be like. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but the problem is, is I start off well, like, because I'm so excited and I can do that real competent thing. And then they get beyond that first introductory thing and then I've, then I've got nothing. And then they And that's when you hit your stride. And then they say, what's that on your neck, Kim? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I thought we would just tell you that exciting news because we are stoked and we're going to come back to you just after this break. Yes. Uh, which means a break. Turn it off. Yeah. I'll pull. And welcome back. And welcome back. So can I just, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Excuse me. God, you're amateur. What? You have to introduce yourself after every break. Oh, okay. Welcome back to the Woog and Berry podcast. The premier podcast for the perpetually tired. tired. Um, so now I'm having, now I'm having first, uh, first component remorse that maybe I shouldn't have outed my boyfriend as being polyamorous. Well, I've already done it. Well, we can go back and delete that bit if you want. I don't know. Oh, Would he be mind. cool with it? Maybe I'll send him a text. Yeah, just check. With I'll send him a text. Just so, you know, this might all mean nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about on the list, please? Yeah. Now, can, um, what is on the list? Well, let's just say that... On the list of things that shit us. Uh, on the list this week would be ex, soon to be, dear God, let it be soon, ex-husbands who let you know that you're getting divorced uh, and, you know, the court date for your divorce less than a week before that court date and in an email. And not in a initial email saying, I'm emailing you to let you know, but in 
a subsequent series of emails where it is then just dropped in. Hmm. Classy. Yeah. Yeah. Not very classy. So, yeah, yeah. I don't need to go into huge amounts of detail, even though I have with my sex life. Um, so why not with my divorce? But, um, you know, you just wonder, don't you? Well, you think you know someone. And I haven't, I can't speak on divorce, but I've got pretty, a lot of friends who have gotten divorced. And it's always, it's always nasty. And it's always yes. really mean, like, and yeah. hurtful. You know, and the way that they, you know, go about it, it's yeah. like, you know, kick a girl while she's down. Yeah. And, you know, to do it, it's never going to be nice, but it can be done with respect, I think. And I think, like, in my head, I, I always wanted it, I never wanted it to become some petty sniping no, little process. No. But do you know what? I, I think it's almost unavoidable. Well, it's just, it's hurt, you mm. know. And when you're mm. hurt, I think you, 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 you. Try and avoid feeling hurt by dishing it out a little bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's um, just not nice. So I, uh, so I was talking to my shrink about it, mm-hmm. and uh, he had a client who had a stroke from the stress oh, of the God. divorce proceedings. That's awful. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not there. Yeah. But imagine, imagine being in that place. Horrendous, yeah. horrendous. So, uh, so yes, so that's on my list this week. Okay, well, that's significant. Um, um, people, also... uh, can I just say, uh, portions of the sport reporting universe oh, do things God. like, there was a great picture going around last week of, you know, Phelps wins silver. And then underneath was Ledecky breaks world record, <laughs> but she didn't get the headline. She got the sub, and it's like, what? Like uh, the sexism. The sexism in sports reporting is is phenomenal. It's just... And I was talking to my beloved Mister Woog the other day, and we're talking about um, the Olympics, and he says, "I like the Olympics. I just can't stand." The reporting and the, the you know the commentators mm. and I was like, dude, I've got to be honest with you, it's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. there was another one right near the very beginning of the competition, and it was a female athlete who had been in three Olympics. I'm not sure if she had medaled previously, but she had medaled. Medaled. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I'm using. You're starting as to a use verb. <laughs> So anyway, I don't know if she and had you won. Yourself a journalist. I don't know if she had won a medal before. Um, I think perhaps she had, and I think she won gold. Anyway, the way one of the media outlets publicised that was, she is the wife of a, I think, an ice hockey player or like a, a, another a, famous sportsman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they didn't say. Three-time Olympian such and such wins gold. They said wife of wife of such and such wins at Olympics or something. It was just it just makes me so angry. Does it make you angry when Malcolm Turnbull holds a press conference during the Usain Bolt final? What was it even about? Manus Island. Of course. So something really small and insignificant. Very insignificant because there hasn't been anything about. You know, yeah. Um, children in detention for oh, months. God, what a low act. <laughs> and Malcolm, so, yes, do better. Let's hold a press, I your let's hold a press conference on this while you're saying Bolt runs the 200 meters. Yes, I pay your wage, Malcolm. It's just like step up. And it, 
Yeah, we. I know we have touched on this before. I just don't think it's Malcolm. Of course, it's not Malcolm. I want. I want the real Malcolm to step yes, forward. I know. I and just we go, talk about this every week. Why we don't? Do. Why aren't you listening, Malcolm? <laughs> Eleven listeners, surely your media monitors are all over our podcast. (laughs) Your presses has to be listening to us, surely. Oh, another thing that's on the list is um, my son told me the other day that he started to listen to my podcast. Oh, unacceptable! I know. So I told him that it's not a podcast for children. Yep, and that he's banned. Yeah, yeah. Jasper asked me what we blog about today, and I said stuff, stuff. And he said, "What sort of stuff?" And I went, "Everything." I said, "Everything from." You know, fashion through to food through to world events. Nutrition. World <laughs> events. I said we cover everything that occupies the mind of a general punter. General punter. General punter. Well, you might have seen this week um, in the news um, a woman in America reporting on, you know, the latest attack in Syria where the image of that little boy um, was everywhere and she broke down and cried. And I learnt today that that little boy's 10-year-old brother was actually killed in that attack. And I don't blame her for one second because I howled when I saw that footage. That little... There were so many aspects of that that just made me cry. If you didn't see it, it was... um, A little boy, five-year-old boy... Covered in dust and blood. Pulled out of rubble from a from a um a bombing and he just was put on this seat in the back of this ambulance and he he was in such deep shock that he wasn't crying he wasn't and he was just staring at these cameras taking photos of him and he rubbed his little hand on his head which was bloodied and then he looked at his hand and saw the blood and tried to wipe it off on the seat and it's like i can't how many of this do we have to see like how yeah how many yeah. of these images? And they stay with me. Yeah. Like, I got to the point, and while I had general malaise during the week, as we touched on in the first segment, I can't watch the news. No. It's not good for me. And But what, okay, this is, I but think. But it's happening. This is, I think, where I'm really struggling. Because part of me reaches a point where I go, I can't actually watch or absorb any of this anymore. And then you have the guilt that you're living this absolutely... Um, um, privileged lifestyle and how can you stop watching the you know how can you but then what what can we do like what how can we man how can we manufacture and make that change happen that needs to happen and i think i mean these images are important that that sense of hopelessness as an individual is really um like it's just such a lottery the whole thing is just mm. life is just such a lottery Mm. and, and you know this is going on and then you know we're locking up people in detention and they're getting raped and they're trying yeah. to kill themselves and it just like it's just we're all human and mm. where has the humanity gone mm. Mm. and i just think um i think we're at a really major sort of some sort of really major international i just think we're all assholes turning point or something you know like i feel like we're on the precipice of something and i'm not sure how good it is yeah yeah, I just think that, um, you know, you can whinge and moan about being tired because you're getting too much sex. But when you, <laughs> when you um, dig a little deeper, Jesus Christ, we've just got to be so, I'm going to oh. use that word, grateful. Yeah. Which hashtag so blessed. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that sort of stuff really stays with me. Yeah. And it really affects me to the yes. point that, like, I become so sad about yeah. the state of the yes, world. Absolutely. And I have to consciously pull myself out of that yes. mood. Yeah. 
I have to, there, I reached a point where I had to stop looking at that image every time yeah. I saw it. Like it was just like, I can't, I just can't. Like my, mm. I'm going to go into the abyss mm. and, you know. Yeah. And, you know, short of what, getting on a plane and going to, yeah. like what know. do you do? I don't like, know. I just think, that, you know, we have to start with, <sighs> with, you know, start with being nice to each other and being lovely to each other. And, and I think that we need to start holding governments more to accountable, yeah. especially ours. I mean, like we're such a lucky, rich country and we've got our problems. Yeah. But Jesus Christ. Anyway. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I've got to that point now that I can't watch the news. And I, if I'm looking online at, you know, cause I consume media the whole time and I will just flip past, headlines that i know are not going to do me any good mm. Mm. yeah exactly and the other thing that worries me kim is that i worry that we're bringing up our kids to be so desensitized to these things mm. because you know i could be walking past the news and harry might be watching the news and you know there's a suicide bomb that goes off in turkey and kills the whole bridal party and, and he goes oh terrorist attack and i'm like uh, yeah. yeah yeah do you know what i mean yeah 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 like yeah. it's just so normal and these shootings in the US, and oh, yeah. I know. This is Cheery. This is Cheery. Let's have a change of pace now. A change of pace. And let's talk about food. Oh, food. God bless food. So, I don't food know if I've mentioned before, but I'm, um, I'm seeing this guy called Rob. Have Shut I told up. you about that? Shut up. So, basically, twice a week, I get to go out to dinner. That's nice. And sometimes there's a breakfast. Excellent. Yeah. It's like... What have you eaten that's been really good this week? Oh, okay. There's a bagel place uh, in Wollamaloo called Smoking Gun, unsponsored. Uh, and, <laughs> that should be. And they make their own wood... They, they actually do wood-fired bagels. Mm-hmm. And, and they just have these incredible toppings on them, and they're just sensational. So I ate a lot of them this morning. Mm-hmm. And then um, sometimes uh, there's a really great wine bar near work. We go there a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, quite obsessed as is all of Sydney. And I think every, uh, as is, I think just, I don't know, every city, um, hamburgers. Yep. So we're in quite the quest to find a good hamburger. <gasps> oh, I dragged him to the North side this week. What's the North side? Out, like oh, over, the over the bridge. Over the bridge. Oh, did you get his passport stamp? Oh yes. There was all those jokes going over the bridge <laughs> and me sort of going, this is called the Harbour Bridge. You can drive on it. It's not just something you look at from, you know, the east or the inner west. And, uh, and so yeah, talking to Manly, he's, he's been here for five years. This is the second time he'd been to Manly. That's lame. Lame. Anyway, so we went there and we had, uh, we went to Four Pines, not sponsored. Uh, Should be. Great beer. Um, Really good cider. Normally, I don't like cider. It tastes like the rotting apple cores in your kid's school bag. Or Not a, a urinary f- tract infection no. result. <laughs> yeah. Not a fan. And uh, it was really good. And, um, yeah, so I dropped in there. I had to go to a meeting at Felix's school. I did offer to take him. <laughs> I wonder why he said no. Seriously, he didn't. And Felix actually went, wait, wait. He's going to be my alternate parent, and I haven't even met him yet. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, so we get out and about. Out and about. Well, I had um, lunch last Sunday with some friends of mine and we went to some ring-a-ding place on the wharf. It's new. Oh. Um, it was delicious. That's helpful for everyone, yes, wasn't it? Yes, on the wharf. I don't know what, what wharf? wharf, but it was yummy. <laughs> um, and then this new Which thing wharf? has opened. Manly Wharf. Oh, Manly Wharf. Yes, oh, Papa Chulis. Yes. Hey. 
Thank oh, you. Get yourself down to Papa you can, Chili's. You can thank me later, listeners. And have you had their chicken wings? I haven't been there. I went on a date one night and we were going there for dinner, but we got so hammered in the wharf next door that by the time we went to go and have dinner, it was shut. Oh, result. Well, I <laughs> should have ditched the date and gone and had the chicken wings. Oh, my God. Really? And other thing that I've discovered this week is that in if you're, if you're near Chatswood, get yourself down to, you know, Hawker's Lane in Chatswood, Westfield. There is a – I'm salivating like I'm actually like trying to <laughs> – there is a scrolls um, outlet. Oh, like, wait, like cinnamon scrolls. Cinnamon, <laughs> Nutella, and oh, banana. Stop it. There's like raspberry, there's red velvet, all in scroll form. Oh, my God. They're Lord. seven bucks each, and I wouldn't even care. They where are, are so they? bloody where, delicious. Where's Hawker's Lane? Where's that? Okay, you know where Target is? Yes. Okay, so come up the stairs from Target. Yes. And Hawker's Lane is... You haven't been there for ages. It's been all redone. Yeah, there's yeah. a scrolls, like, and it's just... Oh, sweet baby cheeses. Oh, my I'm God. just there next weekend. Oh. I seriously have got cinnamon <laughs> in my mouth. I, I have a thing. I have a thing about cinnamon scrolls, and I actually, like, no, this is I, make like... The, I make the Pioneer Woman's recipe, Yeah, and... I reach a point with those where I eat so many of them that I then can't make them for another six months, even a year, because I've so overdosed on them that, like... Oh, my God. You yeah. have to go. Diabetic we'll take the material. boys yeah, for yeah. a weekend, yeah. and we'll just sit there and try all of them. Oh, my and God. And I'm not a sweet tooth. We girl. should you do... Know we that. should do an episode, like, and just do a component of a podcast where we do a taste testing, because nothing's better for... Listening. Listening than other people doing... Fatties eat... <laughs> Going, in there. Oh, well, now we're eating this one. It's really good. Oh, where do you live? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. But um, I can't remember what it's called. There's, it's, I, I hope it's a franchise because I believe that they're doing this a service to the community. Oh, yeah. And, like, I can't get on the, the freak shake or the crazy donuts. No, no. I just don't give a shit about any of that. But, oh, give me a scroll. Mm. Give me a scroll amongst the gum <laughs> trees. Uh, now, and as to, um, sort of like every fucking night, because uh, seriously, last week, Felix cooked dinner for me twice. That's good. He's, he's, a, you know, as far as 16 year olds go, he's That's a good. bloody legend. Well, every fucking night tonight we have got a yes. I have, him has bought dinner. I have brought dinner this evening. So we're having Hanan chicken with rice that's cooked in the stock that the chicken's cooked in. And uh, the compulsory shallot ginger sauce. How do you make a shallot ginger sauce? So uh, oil and salt and grated ginger. And you heat that all together. And then you just get the green parts finely chopped of the, a bunch of shallots. Mm-hmm. And then you add that to the, the heated oil and ginger and stuff. And then once they've wilted down, that's it. That sounds so... Oh, look, I'm still here again. Anyway, we're going to leave you for a break as we go and put the rice on and we'll see you soon. Bye. And welcome back to the Woog and Very podcast. Yes, welcome back. And we've got to tell you, we've got some very hungry boys outside we in the do. kitchen. They're, they're like, what do you mean you've got another 10, ten minutes? minutes? You said that 10 minutes ago. <laughs> okay, let's look at some... Um, Reader's questions. Lisa McLean, aka Sawhole, says Molly, her daughter, wants to know what your favourite foods, my favourite food is dumplings. Like, of course, <laughs> of course. If there was, if there was a job, 
of tasting dumplings around the world, sign me yeah. up. I'll do it for free. I'll pay you. Do you know there's a place in uh, Stanley Street in Sydney um, called called uh, beer and dumplings and beer and it's Japanese and so there's dumplings yogiosa and Japanese beers oh that sounds great what's it called again uh dumplings and beer okay it's well, in Stanley I think we Street. should actually do a live podcast from now on <laughs> okay Kim Whitman asks how did I catch my hubby's monumental hangover when I barely had a thing to drink yesterday oh that was my in-laws calling. Oh, right. I think it's more important to talk about Kim's problem at the moment. Yes. Yeah, so what was it? She's caught a hangover. She's caught a hangover. A sympathy hangover. hangover. A sympathy hangover. Well, so she didn't have much to drink. Her husband went nuts. Well, that's cruel. Yeah, so that's like... That's just mean. So you don't get any of the benefits, but you just get the pain. Yeah. Kim, not... I'm not sure why that happened, but I... I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> yes, we feel bad. Gillian May asks, when do eyebrows start... To go bald, and then Merrin also wants to know, and grey. I can tell you that it's 43. Yeah, yep, 43. 43. And what you need to do is um, get yourself a good brow person yes. or a good pencil, pluck out the greys, yes, or get them tinted. Uh, so my hairdresser tints my eyebrows when she's doing my hair colour. Okay, so she tints them using hair dye. Oh, so I they heard last that's longer. Really bad. Oh, why? Because you can get like blind. Oh, and Tiffany, okay. Don't do that then. Tiffany <laughs> Payne Coles, the beautiful Tiffany Payne Coles, who I've known for a long time, who's actually an insane brow artiste. Oh, really? Yeah. I met her when I used to go and get my eyebrows done from her when she was working at Benefit. But oh. she's obviously up the daft because she wants to know thoughts on sharing birth stories with pregnant women. I've got a very strong opinion about this. Oh. I think that it's really nasty. Do you? You don't tell them. You don't freak them out. Okay, so I had a friend who had had kids when I was pregnant with my first, and she said to me, okay, I'm going to give you the lowdown because no one gave me the lowdown. And I went, okay. And she said, you know, hurts more than life itself. Then the, then the baby comes out and you never knew you could love anything so much and you will hate your husband for a good couple of weeks. Okay. Well, you see, I saw Mrs. Ryan, my sister, give birth to her third Rosie and she made it look like a walk in the park. <laughs> I went into it totally like, oh. I get to eat M&M's and it's going to be a bit of Enya. And I, yeah, it's going to hurt. <laughs> but, you know, oh. yeah, little did I know. Oh. I'm not going to share my birth story with you, Tiffany Payne Coles, but I hope that yours is text. Book. Do you know? Do you know? What, none of them are textbook. No, none of them are textbook. Uh, do you know what? Um, I think this is a sad reflection on where I'm at in my life at the moment. But I now see a pregnant woman walking by, and I'll go, "Oh, that's a shame. That's so mean." <laughs> Just like stay child oh, free. No, like, your life is so much. Easier. No, I'm the Lovely. opposite. I'm the opposite. I can't oh. go past a pram or a pregnant woman. Like, but never ever go up to the pregnant woman and say anything because, you know, I've done that before and it's backfired. And <laughs> I have had that happen to me before. Yes, so I've you. Yes. Um, Peter the fattest from up the road asked yes. me when I was expecting about the dress. The nurse um, the nurse at mum's hip hop, like hip, after her hip surgery. I thought you were going to say after her hip hop dance hip-hop class. Dance. No, after her hip replacement. Oh, and now you're having your fifth. Oh, no. What did you do? And I just went, no. No, I said, no, I'm just fat. Yeah. Just <gasps> shut her up. 
Anyway, so mm. let's talk about Olympic highlights. The highlight for me is um, our chef de mission, who Mr. Wu decided this afternoon that I should actually be the Australia's chef de mission. <laughs> A woman by the name of Kitty Chiller. Kitty Chiller. Discuss. Uh, awesome name. She could only be someone who is in power and in authority. And she's a hard-ass too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't fuck with Kitty Chiller. Let well, me tell you. Well, look what happens. You know, you turn up. What was it? It wasn't that long after curfew, was it? Or oh, no, she just didn't ring. She didn't ring. Like, these are grown-up people. This is a swimmer. You know, 22-year-old swimmer. Grown-up people. They should be able to go and party. But no, she got banned from the closing ceremony. And then that was overruled. But I saw her in the media today having a good old salt. So I actually have a good cry. So I actually have a bit of empathy for Kitty. No, I like her. I like her. Um, Some of my favourite... I tell you what I do love at the Olympics is a bit of rhythmic gymnastics. Mm Mm-hmm. What those girls can do with a ribbon and a ball. swimming. Synchronised swimming. And do you know the thing with the synchronised swimming is it's absolutely ludicrous, but so physically demanding. But you just look at it and go, guys, how can you, how can you not expect the world to ridicule you? It's, it's the little hand movements. It's the little flicks of the hands and the little and the the funny face movements and the popping up under the water. Hey, the... I've got a great idea. You and I? Yes. <laughs> We can don a leopard print miracle suit. We'll go down to the local pool. I need, we need the nose clamps. Nose clamps. And look, we're very athletic. Oh, very athletic. And you know me. Like, I'm so nimble. And what about my hand? My, my oh, you, flourishes. You, you're very good at flourishes. And I'm very good at facial. You know who could do our choreography, don't you? Who? Harry. Or Jack. Oh, Jack. Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Harry's choreography would be like running down a football field. But, yes, oh, Jack could do that. Him. He would love to oh, do can that. can I tell you a funny story? So I go out with this guy called Rob. And um, oh, anyway, we went out the other night and I met one of his friends who's just beautiful. Still haven't met Rob, by She's the way. She's so lovely. And she was sort of saying, you know, she was coming out with us. We were going to see a show and... and um, she said she was about to break up with her with her partner. Oh, um, so she tells you before she tells him. Yeah, well, she was sort of telling Rob, and I was obviously standing there because you know Rob. And uh, who's Rob? Going, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, wait, it gets better. And she said, "Oh, you know," and he's still like, you know, he freaked out about me coming out with Rob tonight. And I went, "Who's Rob?" <laughs> well, you know, just and and she sort of pointed, and Rob, Rob looked at me and went, oh, "That'd be me." And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> Oh, God, we've always got to take it back to my oh, yeah, It always comes back. Hey, mm. do you know how spring is in the air? Oh, God. Can we talk about um, fashion? And I don't know about you, but I went to the shops the other day and you wouldn't believe it. Guess what's in? Florals. For spring. Can you believe it? Florals. Yeah. Every, every spring they trot out a floral. And do you know what I look like in a floral? Oh, I look like a, like a hedge, like, but not a nice hedge, like a <laughs> scratchy thorny hedge with some sort of weedy. I just look like a billowy hippo, like <laughs> walking along in the breeze. Like it just, you put a, you put a, you put a flower print on me and it's or a, all a, over. And the pastel? No, you know what's the worst out of all of it? This weird off-the-shoulder caper yeah. that's coming out. Yeah, I can't get on board because of the bra thing, obviously. Well, the bra thing, and, the, and just—it's not practical. What is practical about an off-the-shoulder shirt? Well, it's just liberal use of sunscreen for a start. <sighs> I, and you know, all the little young—the little young things are going to be wearing it. Well, and so they should. 
and oh so they goodness. should. But you know, if it makes you happy, pull down your whatever it is. Off no, I can't abide by it. Okay, so it's just a flat out no. Yes. So what, like, what do you, like, okay, it, it, what do okay, you do? I'm an awful person. I'm the sort of person, like, because you can tell I'm an absolute vision. And so I walk <laughs> down the street and look at other people and go, oof, that wasn't a good choice. <gasps> do you really? Yeah. What yep. a bitch you are. I am. I'm an absolute cow. I'm not a nice person. Well, you see, if I was a, fa- if I was, if I considered myself to be like on trend and stylish, I think I, but because I basically look like I've been dragged out of the bushes backwards most days who am i to judge oh i'm certainly not one to judge but it's fun. but you're judging yeah because it's fun so what would you do if someone sat next to you on the bus wearing an off the shoulder top oh I, yeah there'd be a lot of there'd be a lot of like just texting people just bitching about it Oh, please don't let her stop you wearing off the shoulder tops if that's what's going to make you happy i think you should no no <laughs> It's just wrong. And they're just... Hey, and she sits here in a pair of drop crotch pants oh, telling you this. No. And they're so divisive, aren't they? The drop oh, crotch. they are divisive. They're like leopard print. I wrote an article the other yeah. day on leopard print and people were just like, no. So yeah. I kind of get your coming out the off the shoulder look because that was the response I got from probably half my readers. Right, right. Well, like, yeah, I love it. I love it. And then just like, no. Absolutely not. Yeah. Fran Drescher's mother and all the rest of it. <laughs> well, do you know, because we've had this discussion, we had this discussion some time ago with Nikki from Styling You about skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you wear skinny jeans if you can wear skinny jeans. But there's a lot of women who shouldn't be in a skinny jean. See, it's I'm, not flattering. I'm on the skinny jean bandwagon. Yeah, but you've got skinny, no, you've got skinny oh, legs. No, please. But you can got, you've got like, you know, like mid-thigh down, you've got the skinny leg, like me. Yeah, but at the top of it is like a bloody turkey leg. <laughs> so you wear a, a loose shirt to cover the top bit. Oh, mate, I'm not taking fashion tips from you. <laughs> you you're wearing bloody... Tan boots, <laughs> khaki drop crotches, and a grey top. You got purple hair, hickey on your neck. <laughs> I'm not taking it from you. Mind you, I'm wearing Uggies trackies and a jumper. But look, this bangles Kate's babe. Is it? Yeah. Well, it is quite fancy. It's lovely. Isn't I it? can't wear a bangle because my hands are too fat and I can't get them on. And I am wearing. A and those earrings. Wearing. I have been looking at those earrings yeah, all night. Pretty hot. My mum bought me these. They are um, gorgeous. These from um, when we were in Narissa recently. Oh, Darling, Narissa. I think we're going to have to wrap it up because oh, I'm feeling really? the hate through the walls. There is seven <laughs> men on the other side of that door. <laughs> there is. There's seven of them, isn't there? And we said to them, "Just help yourself. Do it." But they're so. Oh, they can't. You know, how would I serve it? What do I do? How do I cut up the chicken? I don't understand. It's all messy. Well, I'll take, give you the hot tip. I'm not doing it because I don't know how to do it. So <laughs> we shall leave you now. And can you please be excited for us about this ABC gig? Like, it's this is massive. And can I just do a shout out to Rob and Becky that I'm really sorry that I really chronically overshared and exposed your life to our 12 listeners. And, um, and can I give a shout out to the horrible team we played today at Rugby? Oh, like an anti shout out. Oh, we didn't do it. It's all right. It's all right. No, I think we're going to end on a high. We can't whinge about everything. But let me just say the under 12s is not the World Cup. And I'll leave it with that. Um, have a great two weeks. We'll catch up with you in a fortnight, hopefully. Um, I'm on dinner. I'm on dinner. I'm on dinner. I'm on dinner.
I think we're going to go with that. <laughs> Have a lovely couple of weeks and thanks for joining us. Goodbye.